0: This episode contains explicit language. Welcome to Mom and Daughter Fighting, Slate's parenting podcast for Thursday, December 15th. The juggling all the things edition. I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. I write the homeschool and family travel blog, Dutch Dutch Goose. I'm the mom of three littles, Henry who's 10, Oliver who's 8, and Teddy who's 6. We live in Colorado Springs, Colorado.
2: I'm Jamille Lemieux, a writer, contributor to Slate's Care and Feeding Parenting column, and mom to Naima, who's nine and a half, and we live in Los Angeles.
3: I'm Zach Rosen. I am a podcast maker. I host another show called The Best Advice Show, and I live in Detroit with my family. My oldest, Noah, is five, and my youngest, Ami, is two.
0: Well, today we have a very relatable question about an eight-year-old who wants to do everything all at once. We're talking karate, piano, soccer, theater, gymnastics. You get the picture. We're going to help our listener get their schedule under control while also keeping their passionate 8-year-old happy. Then on Slate Plus, we cannot help but weigh in on a juicy question first posted on the Slate Parenting Facebook page, all about a pretend wedding that took place at school. Here's a sneak peek of what you'll hear if you have Slate Plus.
2: If these were first graders, you know, I think this would just play you know but like for these to be kids they're on the cusp of having that interest or that are starting to you know like like I said I've heard some things and there's a lot of, I like so and so so and so yeah. talks to so and so so for it to escalate past crushes and boyfriend girlfriend to marriage is so interesting
0: If you want to support our show, the best way to do that is by signing up for Slate+. Plus. You get bonus segments from us each week, as well as from your other favorite Slate shows. And you won't hear any ads. It really does help us out immensely. You can sign up for Slate Plus now at slate.com slash momanddadplus. All right, we're going to catch up on our weekend parenting, but not before a quick break. See you back here in a second. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the
1: Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the skylight frame. Get 15% off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe slash easy. That's S K Y L I G H T F R A M E dot com slash easy. Get fifteen percent off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe com slash easy. All right. Zach, do you have a triumph
0: or fail for us this week?
3: I got a fail. We are coming out of Noah having an ear infection. You you would have heard last week that she was struggling with that. She missed three days of school, but um, the medicine started to work. And by the end of last week, she started to feel better. So she got one day of school in last week and we thought, okay, great. She's, she's uh, doing better. Um, and then on Saturday, it wasn't uh, entirely apparent that she was still sick, but what was apparent was that she kept talking in her baby voice. Mm. And at first I was like, fine. Like she, she resorts to baby voice sporadically. She's five. She's not so far past it, um, yeah. but she just like kept doing it. And I was just so impatient with it. I was just not being my best self. I was just like, Noah, talk like a big girl. Come on, Noah. And it just like over and over. Um, and clearly that wasn't helping. And, and all my fails come back to, to this lack of patience an inability for me in the moment to think about why, why why, might she be talking like a baby right now? What does she need? It turned out she was still sick. Like she developed a cold like that day. Um, and I think she just needed some some extra TLC. But I was ashamed of myself for just being like, Noah, uh, come on. It's like, that, that doesn't work. So I've been I've been thinking about it a lot. In the wake of it, I don't endorse the baby talk, but I think my reaction to it was not at all helpful
0: it is annoying though
3: it's so annoying
0: (laughs) the baby talk is so annoying it's okay to be annoyed by it i did
3: i did everything short of saying like shut the fuck up which i didn't (laughs) do but that's what i was feeling yeah okay sure thanks liz Yep. (laughs) i didn't tell my kid to shut the fuck up triumph (laughs) You know, Lo- there's we, a have low sta- sta- we have low standards at the <laughs> uh, at the, the end standard. of the year. <laughs> it's
0: Exactly. It's December. We're on our last leg. Yeah,
3: we really know. are. My God.
2: Zach, something you said I've just found so profound. All of my fails are connected to a lack of patience. Mm. And that is so often like I think almost everything I do wrong in parenting, if I just took a moment, you know what I mean? Like if I took a beat. Mm hmm and just thought it out a little bit longer you know what i mean like it would have gone differently i would have used kinder words you know if i just had a little bit more time to think about her perspective and so my own fail is from yesterday i'm so deeply disappointed in myself i lost my temper with naima and you know i gave her about 20 minutes to herself i was in the laundry room um to do homework, right? We did the first page of the homework together. naima has been really frustrated with math. She's having some challenges there. We're working on getting tutoring. Like, it's a whole thing. Um, And she gets a lot of math homework, you know, which is, in a way, good. We're getting some practice. But in another way, it's like, here you are every night being confronted by the thing that makes you feel inadequate, you know? Um, Yeah. And... I came back and like she did one problem successfully and nothing else. But it wasn't that she'd spent the entire time on one problem. It's that she said she second-guessed herself on the first one. She wasn't sure she got it right. And so... She didn't try with the others. She didn't have a device. She was just sitting there staring off into space. And I got so frustrated. I was just like, so you just sat and did nothing? You didn't even try, Naima. And I laid in on her for not trying, you know? And Mm -hmm. that is a consistent thing with Naima, that when things are challenging, sometimes she gives up. But, you know, it's my job as the grown-up to think about why she's giving up and to think about what does this mean on a, you know, deeper level and to be more empathetic than judgmental. And I wasn't empathetic. I was judgmental, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I didn't scream. I raised my voice, you know? I didn't scream, but, you know, like, I wasn't kind in that moment, like I should have been. And, you know, and she got very defensive of herself. And, you know, like, it was the whole thing. And we apologized to each other, but I was very clear with her. And again, I reiterated this morning that, like, i was wrong you know Mm -hmm. and when she says that's okay i'm like it's not okay you know and i don't want anyone to ever talk to you like that especially not me but i don't you know that's not how people are supposed to talk to you you deserve you know kindness and patience and i am frustrated with a lack of effort at times Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but like trying to communicate that It's so difficult, you know, she's often very defensive of herself and it took her, you know, I think it was because I was upset that she, you know, kind of admitted that she just didn't try as opposed to, you know, pretending as if there were some other sort of reason or, you know, but she admitted like, I I just gave up. I just didn't try. I don't know. It just sucks. It's like, God, parenting fucking sucks, you guys.
3: (laughs) Are you in a season right now of feeling just feeling overwhelmed by cuz I am certainly. Jamila, are you like you are just like in in yeah. one of those moments which we go through? Um Yeah. What do you think there's anything like are, have you been taking care of yourself? Have you been like having fun yourself? Have you been able to?
2: Uh, to the best of my ability I have things to look forward to socially. I have some outlets.
3: Okay. You know. That's good.
0: It's just kind of a bad week too. I don't know if you guys feel this way. It's just like all of the things.
3: And the year stress is real for sure.
0: I think, Jamila, you should feel like amazing that you apologized again in the morning. Like how many of
2: us just blow it
3: off? Yeah, and let it I agree. Go? I agree. So and you that, do this. Like, yeah, this is your pattern.
0: Really well. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, she gets apologies. Like she's, you know, I mean, not like it's happening all the time, but when I'm
3: <laughs> no right, wrong, right, right
2: when I'm, you know. I'm generally pretty transparent about it.
3: I wasn't suggesting that you are fucking up all the time. I was suggesting that <laughs> no, in, no, the, in, no, the, in the no. moments that you do, you're really <laughs> good at just circling just back to apology. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Every morning just, I'm sorry. No, I just think, I mean, <laughs> I so morning. often like
0: apologize in the moment, but by the next day it's gone. And I think it's such a nice way to, to also reframe, like to come back and say, this is why I was frustrated. Yeah, um, and I, I want better good. for yeah. you. Like yeah. I want you to try things, even if you're going to fail. Yeah, you know, because you know that's an important life skill, and she doesn't know that yet.
2: Yes, she doesn't get that. I'm like, if all these answers had been wrong, we would have been fine. You yeah, that would have been better like, than that. That would have been right. better than this.
0: That's right. Okay, well, I also making it a triple fail week. All right. <laughs> a humorous. All right. Fail to share, all of our school pictures came back this week, and I'm about to slack something, <laughs> but first. <laughs> First, I'm going to tell you. Oh, boy. Teddy's picture, adorable. Henry decided to opt out of the picture. He just Aww. said he wasn't feeling it, came home. I was like, okay, cool, because we're I think that is kinda They cool. don't have, like, a retake. Okay, I'm going to send you Oliver's.
3: Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh,
0: yes! <laughs> Did you get it? Oh, yes!
3: Okay, let's, Are you serious? Let's describe this.
0: <laughs> this, guys, is the best <laughs> photo that they had. So I'll let you two... <laughs>
3: Okay, because I've seen this kid before. He's no he's an adorable way. kid.
0: He's such Gorgeous a cute kid. kid.
3: And this picture for No way. Okay, let's describe this, Jamila. Um, so he's got a cute uh, zipper uh, Christmas Sw- sweater over. on. Like
0: high neck Christmas sweater. Very cute. Over. Sandy
3: blonde hair. Looking right at the camera. But it also looks like he is... What?
2: He's trying, grimacing.
3: Trying to like hold in a fart? what is what is he
2: (laughs) you know know. he's grimacing (laughs) it is the most you know what it is i can tell like he got caught uh, mid uh, it was gonna be an awkward smile and they caught him mid awkward smile so instead of getting the awkward smile you get what looks like a grim he looks so disgusting disgusted with like <laughs> this is a meme like yes this yes. is a meme. my best this friend is a family like meme a for sure for <laughs> this is great Christmas.
0: it well. is the worst possible photo yeah you, you um, have to
3: you have to you it gotta get
2: a course that. I want one.
0: because it's amazing i still got my refrigerator it's not that funny, but every time I open it, it that's is. It's pretty funny.
3: So no,
2: I, I funny. literally, please send me one, Elizabeth. I want it's, one. Okay, I will. I'm
0: sending everyone copies. Um, this will be the picture he looks you like all he's remember. kind of being held hostage.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he, even after showing it to him, he said, Yeah, that's what happens when photos are taken in the gym.
2: Well, there you go. So, he's like disgusted at this. Uh, look at, look at what am I supposed to work I'm with like here? kind of clothes? His mask. <laughs> like he's I still cute wide. despite all of it, though. He's still a very cute. Can tell he's a handsome kid, but he's just he looks disgusted with <laughs> the world. So like, how could you? There's a basketball hoop over there, and I'm supposed to give you Paris in springtime. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense.
0: He took and you guys, it's not. He took a beautiful photo last year. In most of my I'm family sure he photos, did. he has a great smile. Sometimes he doesn't want to participate. So I was like, "Did you not want to participate?" And he was like, "No." Guys, not
3: down. I have a, I have a take that, I think that school pictures should just be done away with. We have, we take pictures oh, of our kids all the damn time. Why do we need we do. this stupid formal one with a gray background and sp- and spend like forty dollars on wallet sized photos that like we have, we have enough pictures, don't we?
2: We have not had good luck with them either. Like, I mean, we had such great ones when Naima was super little. And these last few ones have not, you know, she's not been happy with them. I haven't been happy. We just did retakes uh, last a couple weeks ago because the first set was so. And she had on this really fly hat. And the photographer said, let's do it without the hat. And that's the one he sent us. Like, the kid obviously wore the goddamn hat for the picture. Like, when do children have hats? Send
0: me all of the photos and let me choose. Let me choose. Yep,
3: that'll be. That, that sounds like an one easy process. In which he
0: looks less disgusted.
2: <laughs> which brings me to, what did the other pictures look like? <laughs> yes, I know.
3: What are the bad I ones know. like?
0: I like. How could this be the best? How? You. My other concern is, you know, I think schools do them because then at least at our schools they they use these photos, like n- like when you yeah. get your students next year. And I just think like, okay, oh good grief, like this is the picture they will upload <laughs> <laughs> into his
3: digital. Profile.
2: What if he has school? Like Naima's school, they didn't get them this year, but last year they had photo IDs with their school pictures
3: on them. <laughs> like, oh okay.
2: Oh good grief!
0: I guess there is um, a utility
3: to them, but still, this is but so, no, yeah, I I could
2: abolish. You could get somebody's parent and a backdrop and get better pictures.
0: I mean, I am going to buy it and put it on a mug. But um, yes,
3: that's exactly they- where it should be. <laughs> Yes.
2: There could have been funnier ones. <laughs> there
0: could have been funnier ones. There could have been one in which I felt was better, right? Like how did you some guy flipping through was like, "Well, this is the best we got."
2: <laughs> well, you know what it is. When Naima was younger at when she was at like a private daycare center or whatever, they used like independent photographers, you know, and they would send us all of the pictures, yes. but like all these Jostens and like the school photo industrial complex. Mm you know the ones that have been doing it for a hundred years right. they've got a racket going and i don't think they're going to change unfortunately but they should
0: this has been a disaster but a cute disaster
2: they also get the money before you get the picture well, so I, that's yes. the scam of it all like
0: now i'm stuck with this
2: now you're stuck <laughs> well on that
0: note it's
3: so it's so good
2: <laughs> it's the best that is a triumph
3: yeah for well, sure
0: well On that note, we're going to take another quick break. We'll see you back here for our listener question. Talking about money can be so hard, especially when the person you're talking to is still learning how to do long division. That's why Million Bazillion, a Webby winning podcast from Marketplace, is here to help. I'm Bridget, and with my fellow co-host Ryan, we help teach your little ones about complex topics like bankruptcy, climate change, and why there's so much gold at Fort Knox, and so much more. Listen to Million Bazillion wherever
1: you get your podcasts. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening Because of a podcast... I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Soul a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Soul a Story
0: are available now. Okay, we're back and it's time for our question. Dear mom and dad, we're struggling with how many things our almost 8-year-old wants to do and how to choose what to allow and what to strike. She does karate and loves it, and she also plays piano. But on any given day, she wants to play soccer, do singing lessons, do gymnastics and tumbling and dance classes and cheer and basketball, just to name a few. And here's the thing. It's not a passing fancy. She brings up all of these things all the time. We tell her there's only so much money that we have and time in the day, but we're struggling with what things to allow her to pursue. Obviously, we have our preferences, but we don't want to force her into not doing something just because we don't care for it. She's just equally as excited by the prospect of doing anything and everything that she happens to hear about. So how do y'all decide on what to do?
1: Thanks, Participation Pickle.
2: I think this is easy. You know, like she's already got two activities, which I think is a fine number of activities for an eight-year-old who also has homework, You know, I would imagine, unless you go to a very progressive school, and if so, lucky you. But, you know, needing to keep up friendships with other kids and responsibilities around the house, two activities, to me, sounds like a good number. I know she brings up these things on a regular basis, but maybe it's time to talk about the things that she is doing, you know, like if you could only do two, what would they be? And if your schedule works for three, maybe one of these things are only once a week or maybe they're both only once a week. And so you have time in your schedule. Maybe she doesn't go to after school. I don't know. But like three activities, I would say would be my personal maximum. And that's still a little, you know, that's a little bit of a stretch. That's probably Mm -hmm. a lot of moving around unless these are, you know, centrally located and you could have somewhere in town that has a few of these options all in one place. The most important thing is identifying what she likes to do the most. Like what is most important to her? If you could only do two things, what would they be? If you could only do three things, what would they be? And, you know, committing to those, giving them a good shot. And if she decides later that she'd rather do gymnastics than karate, then you can make that transition, you know, but just making sure that she's taking a reasonable amount of time to try things out and really explore her interests. I don't think you should be overwhelmed by the number of things that she's interested in. Right. She just sounds mm-hmm. like a creative, talented, active little girl. Yeah. Another way that she can engage with some of these interests is through reading, you know, uh, which you also want to make sure that she's getting a good amount of time to do in between all these activities. Cause she's at the age where she should be, you know, approaching, you know, being a strong independent reader. So, Let her, you know, take it away and read a book about kids that are, I don't know, maybe that's cruel. No, you don't, you can't take dance class. Why don't you read about some kids taking dance classes? (laughs) Maybe not that. But maybe that would be one way.
1: (laughs) They're so happy. Just look at them.
2: Um, (laughs) Look at them dance. But maybe one way that she could, you know, get out some of that extra energy could be through reading.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And for this is a great problem to have, like your kid. Is a is a polymath they are interested in a lot of things that's wonderful and to build on what you're saying Jamila like i think this is as much a question about like what you want your life to be do you want your life mm-hmm. to be driving from this thing to that thing um if i if i was driving my kids like every day week to a different activity which you know eventually that might be the case because like once you're in high school you have like sports practice for whatever team you're on every day but for now it's like try to limit it. And in addition to reading about dance or whatever, like you can learn a lot online. You can take like, like those skillshare type classes. You can like learn to sing by just like listening to music. You can, you can learn to dance by like going in your basement, you know, watching music videos, hanging out with your friends and like coming up with dances. It doesn't, everything doesn't have to be like institutionalized or formalized. And in fact, like a really good point, I wish that I would have stuck with the piano, but I didn't because like the the kind of didactic nature of like sitting with the old lady on the bench right next to me, that just like didn't work for me. So your your kid could be someone who just like thrives in that type of environment. But I think that there are spaces at your home or at your kids' friends' homes where they can explore this stuff, have fun, but not like commit to it fully and, and also enable you not to have to like pay for a bunch of things all at once. So um, I co signed like, yeah, pick the things that you care most about right now, the one or two things, and then, you know, pick pick two new things um, in the spring or whatever.
0: I'm really stuck on this line that says like, obviously we have our preferences because I wonder a little bit if this letter is actually like, these are two things we chose for her when she was younger uh. and she does them and she likes them, but she's asking about these other things. And so I I wonder if the conversation needs to be Would you want to try one of these things in place of one of these other things for one session, whatever that looks like, right, for the winter? What if we didn't do piano for the winter and you did this other thing? Or what if we didn't do karate for the winter and you tried this other thing? Because I do wonder if some of it is that these are things that were chosen for her when she was younger and now she wants to make some choices about things or she's hearing that her friends are doing things. I wonder if you've had conversations about like, is it that you want to be in a class? Like are all of her friends doing this one thing Um, while she goes and does something else. And so now she wants to do something like with them. Like, what are the parameters? I also think summer is a great time to get to spread some of your wings on on these activities. Mm -hmm. If you can find a camp that samples a bunch of this stuff. I know I've usually been able to find like a sports camp where each day is something different to really give them a chance to try these things I just find with kids, like, they hear about something and they want to try it, but then they go try it. And sometimes it just doesn't meet those expectations for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to say we can take, like, like, like an eight-year-old can take a six-month break from piano and come back and not not have lost any ground. So if you're worried about, like... We were, were on this path, and I'm going to break into that. It's like they're eight, it's okay. Giving them some opportunities to do some other stuff and then going back. But obviously, you are still the parent. And I, I think, you know, Zach, you're to your point that you get to decide what this looks like. It is okay to say no. And a lot of these things she wants to do, like Camila said, go to an open gym at a gymnastics on on a Saturday, they mm-hmm. have those, you pay your $10 and they can try all the things and there are instructors. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like that was a real spark, then talk about whether they like that more than karate, you know? Um, But they may go and jump a bunch and be like, Oh, I don't really love this. You know?
3: Yeah. It's a good problem well, to have.
0: It, it is, is a good, good problem, problem to, have. to have. It's definitely, but it's also like a, a very adult, like I feel like also you're helping them learn, because as an adult, we have like a million different polls on yep. things we could do with our yep. time. Yep. And so, like, how do you make those decisions? And how do you choose the things you love without also getting stuck in just doing the same things you've always done? So mm-hmm. think of it as like helping her navigate that to lay some groundwork for when when, you know, you're not the one making those choices. Mm-hmm. Well participation pickle, please keep in touch. We'd love to know what you end up doing and if any of our advice helped. Of course, everyone else, if you have some advice to offer, send us a voice memo or email us at com. That's also, of course, where you can send us any questions of your own. And that's it for our show. Don't forget to join us Monday. And while you're at it, please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. This episode of Mom and Dad Are Fighting is produced by Rosemary Belson and Christy Tywell MacInjula. For Jamila Lemieux and Zach Rosen, I'm Elizabeth Newcamp. Thanks for listening.